Bible, just hold up your hand, say, this is God's word. Come on, say it like you mean it. This is God's word. Not Pastor Eben's word. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can be who it says I can be. And I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare that my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My ears are open. And I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, we indeed thank you for this time that we have to fellowship around your word. We thank you that your word is life-giving. Your word is designed to give us all the promises of God in Christ Jesus. As we come and sit before the feet of your Holy Spirit, we thank you that he is here to guide and lead us into all truth. Let every word that is spoken this morning be a reflection of your word and the direction of your spirit. I pray that sensitivity of your spirit will be issued and received. And I thank you today that our lives will never, ever be the same. As I have decreased, I thank you for the anointing to teach and preach your people, preach to your people to rise up. And no one will leave this place spiritually unfed. And I am confident that the word that we hear will change our our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Our current series of teachings... We're on is called Back to the Basics. Say that with me. Say Back to the Basics. All of these lessons are designed to help some learn and for others to return to the basic disciplines that should be part of our Christian walk. Our lesson over the next couple of weeks is entitled Walking in Holy Spirit Power. So that's what I'm going to start today. It's called Walking in Holy Spirit Power. Now, the goal of these lessons is to provide accurate understanding of why speaking in tongues is so important, what the benefits are, how to operate the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and then finally, leading those who desire to speak in tongues or to be refilled and need recharging. Amen. Now, today is just going to be a light introduction into that because I need to prepare your mind So you can understand exactly what you're about to do. Uh, Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. This is our foundational verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The unknown things that God has for our lives can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. And that's why we are focused on the Holy Spirit. Because it's only He that can reveal to us the unknown things that God has for our lives. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Look in verse 9. It says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, God has some things prepared just for you. Now, look in verse 10. It says, but God has revealed those things unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep 
things of God. Now, the word reveal there, it means to make known what was before unknown. So when he said in verse 10, God wants to reveal those things to us by his spirit, he was saying God wants to make known to us what was before unknown, but he's going to do that by the Holy Spirit. And so if we're not careful as believers, we will exit or keep the Holy Spirit out of our lives at the level he needs to be. And if we do that, we won't receive the revealed things that God has for our life. Amen. Now, uh, you can write this down in John chapter 16, verse 13. We used that verse earlier in our series. And it just talks about that the Holy Spirit is there to lead us and guide us into all truth. Now, there are three types of beliefs you can or choose to have when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Three types of beliefs. You can either have a theological belief about the Holy Spirit. These are, this is where I believe in theory what man teaches about the Holy Spirit. In other words, if, if you go to Bible school or if you go to some seminaries, seminaries, they don't even believe in the uh, speaking in tongues in the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in that. And, and, and so what they do, they have, uh, they take the theological approach and say, well, uh, you know, speaking in tongues and the gifts of the spirit and healings and all those things. Oh, they were passed away. That, that doesn't apply no more to today. That's a theological approach or belief. And let me say something to you. You don't want the theological approach because if you do that, then you'll just theologicalize the Bible right out of your life. Then the second way you can believe is a traditional belief. This is where I choose to believe what I have been taught growing up, even if what I was believing is not true. This approach leaves no room for me to have new information and receive new revelation. In other words, you may have grown up and some people believe, you know, I grew up Presbyterian. We didn't, we didn't, they didn't teach against speaking in tongues, but they didn't know about it at all. So they didn't teach it. Now that really helped me because at least they didn't say anything bad about it. Because some of you all grew up and they, they told you, ooh, speaking tongues, that's the devil right there. How many heard that one before? Let me see him. Ooh, my goodness. And then some of y'all would talk, ooh, that's the, that's the Holy Ghost. If you do that, boy, he's going to make you jump chairs and swing on chandeliers. You know, you know that, that special Holy Ghost dance that people had in church? Y'all know what I'm talking about? How many grew up in holiness churches, you know, where everybody, you know, then... Uh, and, and I mean, you know, everybody got it, you know, and everybody... And that's all right. But I can't blame that dance on the Holy Ghost. That's just your response to the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit don't dance like that. So you can take a traditional approach. If you do that, you might not understand the real thing. And then the third one is you can, you can take the approach of truth. Everybody say truth. This is where I choose to believe and receive what God's word says about the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason that I'm teaching you. Can someone say amen? amen? Now, last week, we focused on two main ways of receiving the Holy Spirit. We receive the Holy Spirit inwardly and we manifest the Holy Spirit. What class? 
outwardly. We focused on Decamaya and Lambano. Lambano means to receive by being offered to. In other words, when you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you decamaya the Holy Spirit. That just means, or you decamaya Christ. When you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, all you did, if you would come on uh, for a minute, babe, she's going to decamaya the Holy uh, this Bible. This is what it means for those of you who are visiting. All she did was accept it. The word decamaya means to accept what is being offered to you. So that's what happened when you accepted Christ. But now, the next step which most believers don't take is to lambano the Holy Spirit or receive the Holy Spirit and lambano means to take hold of to grab and to grasp that's what you have to do to speak in tongues and most people don't and this is what it means to lambano okay she did something she took it she had to do and the Bible says the Holy Spirit will give us utterance but we have to speak thank you very much and so we talked about that get that CD from last week it was very good now this week go to Acts chapter 1 go to Acts chapter 1 look in Acts chapter 1 look in verse 8 let me show you this and you can write this down it's point number 1 I'm a kind of point type of preacher receiving the Holy Spirit outwardly releases another level of power for my life receiving the Holy Spirit lambanoing the Holy Spirit will causes another it will cause another level of power to operate in my life go to Acts chapter 1 look in verse 8 Watch what it says. It says, now this is Jesus talking. He says, but you shall what class? Say it again. You shall receive what? Power. Now, who knows who would be able to guess which receive that is? What do y'all think that one is? Do you think it's Decamiah or Lombano? No, that's not Decamiah. That's Lombano. He said, but you shall grab hold of the Holy Spirit or receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Then you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Now, here's the thing. Once we learn how to lambano or manifest the Holy Spirit, life goes from being natural to supernatural. Go to Ephesians chapter 3 very quickly. Go to Ephesians chapter 3. Once you learn how to lambano, and and I'm going to use that word because I want you to be able to decipher the difference between, I'm talking about uh, receiving and accepting or grabbing hold of. Ephesians chapter 3. Once you've learned how to lambano the Holy Spirit, your life now goes from being a natural life into supernatural. This, is, this should be the difference between you being a, a regular Christian and then a spirit-filled Christian. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, look in verse 20. Now watch what he says. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we what? Ask or think. Now, let me look up for me. How can God do above what we ask or think? When he says, ask and it shall be given. He says, you have not because you. So how can he do exceeding and abundantly above all I ask or think if I don't ask or think? Well, let me show you how. Because if you finish reading the verse, he says, according to the power that what? Works in you. Now, where did that power come from? We just read it over now in the book of Acts. Where did the power come from? The Holy Spirit. And so if you go back and read, go to Romans chapter 8 very quickly. Go to Romans 8. Go to Romans 8. 
This is how now, when you begin to lambano the Holy Spirit, when you begin to pray in tongues, you are now asking God for things you don't even know you're asking him for. In Romans chapter 8, that's why in verse 28, or I mean verse 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit itself uh, helps our infirmities, for we know not what we ought to pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us. And then verse 28. And he that searches the heart knows what's in the mind of the spirit because he, the spirit, makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Then verse 8, and we know that all things work together for good for them that love the Lord. How can I know all things are going to work together for good? Because when I'm Lombano in the Holy Spirit, he's going to talk in ways to the Father to make sure that whatever I need done in my life gets done. Now, everybody say years ago. This is what happened to me years ago. In fact, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I was excited. You have to understand, I was Presbyterian. I had never heard nobody speak in tongues before. So when they, you know, I was in a prayer meeting at school. And, you know, and I heard them talking funny. And I was like, what are you doing? And, it was, you know, they were speaking in tongues. I was like, what is that? They was like, well, that's, that's called speaking in tongues. I said, well, what is it? So they explained it to me. And I said, well, how did I do it? I said, well, we can just pray for you, lay hands on you, and that kind of thing. And so, and so guess what? I learned how to speak in tongues. Now, I'm fast-forwarding this. I learned how to speak in tongues. And so uh, I was excited when I learned because it was just it was kind of weird to me. But, but, but when I learned what it was doing for me, I was like, well, I just need to do this. Now, see, I did it, and I did it in ways that, that y'all shouldn't do it. You say, well, how do you do that? I remember one time me, me and my friends, you know, we were real radical, you know. And so we were at the mall. And so, you know, when I learned about the Holy Spirit and I had power, I started doing crazy stuff. We go to the toy section, you know, Toys R Us, and we go in the section where the Ouija boards are, you know, because Ouija boards is witchcraft, witchcraft, right? And we would just curse all of them. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we curse all of these Ouija boards and they're not going to work no more. And so, you know, you start looking weird when you do that. So they had security started following us in the mall. No, I'm not kidding. Security was following us in the mall. And so finally I was like, hey, man, you know, I had a friend of mine. His name is Craig. I said, hey, Craig, tell you what. We went in the store. I said, you speak in tongues to me, and I'm going to speak in tongues to you, and we're going to act like we're talking to each other, and let's see what these people in this store do. <laughs> so he was like on aisle number two, and I was on aisle like number one, and I would go, and he would speak in tongues back and he would sound totally different from mine and these people looking at us like where are they from <laughs> he looks African he looks Cambodian where are they from well I was so excited that's not the way you use speaking in tongues now go to 1 Corinthians real quick go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 go to 1 Corinthians 14 See, when you begin to lambano or speak in tongues, you begin to utter mysteries. And when you utter mysteries, God will begin to reveal things to you that you didn't know in the natural. You can write this down as point number two. Uttered mysteries can become known revelation if we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I'm going to say that again. Uttered mysteries can become known revelation if we are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, look in verse 2. He says, for, if, or for he that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak unto men, but speaks unto who? God. Watch this now. For no man understands him. 
How be it in the spirit he speaks what? Mysteries. So when I begin to speak in tongues, when I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit is now causing mysteries to be unveiled. And let let me show you what I mean by that. I remember years ago, I was in a... uh, uh, I was at a church and uh, I was working late that night. We had a long conference and it was about one o'clock in the morning and I was the last one to leave the building. So I was taking the trash out and I took the trash out and uh, while I was getting ready to go, I felt an unction to start speaking in tongues. I just felt like you need to speak in tongues right now. So I started speaking in tongues, you know, to myself. Uh, it was out loud, but I was speaking in tongues. Nobody else was there anyway. So I was just, because I'm going to show you when you speak in tongues, it sensitizes you to the Holy Spirit. So I started speaking in tongues. I didn't know why I needed to speak in tongues, but I started doing it. So I took the trash out. And what I did, I took the trash. I had two sets of keys. I had my car keys and my house keys. And then I had uh, my church keys. So I had went and put the trash out, and when I did that, I had put my house keys on top of the car. Okay? Now, when I did that, I forgot they were up there. So I headed home, and I was on 360, and all of a sudden I heard something go, well, what happened is my keys slid off my car, but I didn't know my keys was on my car. So I get all the way home, and I get ready to open up my door, and my keys weren't, I couldn't find them. I was like, well, maybe I left them at church. Now, you have to understand, I'm still what? I'm still speaking in tongues. So I'm speaking in tongues. And now I I get back to the office and I look around and I can't find my keys. Now I know why I was speaking in tongues. Because he already know where my keys are before I know where they are. So now I start speaking in tongues with real purpose of, Lord, I need you to help me find these keys speaking in tongues. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I'm speaking in tongues. And long story short, uh, I couldn't find them. So finally I got back on the highway and I thought, that's what that was that slid across my car. But how many know you ain't going to find no keys at 2 o'clock in the morning on 360? Especially when you don't know where they slid off. But I tried anyway. I went, didn't find them, looped back around. I, this time I went about 35 on 6, 360. That's real slow on 360, but it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Ain't nobody there anyway. So I'm going slow, still didn't find the keys. Then I looped back around. I tried one more time. Then I was like, forget it. I'll just get all these keys made all over again. I'm tired. And the Holy Spirit says, no, I want you to go back one more time. So I looped back around one more time. You know what General Motors is? That's why I looped around right there. Okay. Then I got back on the freeway and he said, okay, now go slow. Get over in your right-hand lane. And then he said, now slow down. I was going about probably 35. He said, now get over on the service road. You know, a little, what do you call that? Get on the shoulder. He said, get on the shoulder and go real slow. I got on the shoulder. I was going real slow. Now I'm still what? I'm still speaking in tongues. Because, see, I need to know where the Spirit is leading me. And then all of a sudden he says, now, slow down and then stop. And when I slowed down and stopped, my headlights were shining right there on the keys. I got out of my car, and I got my keys. Now, how many know I couldn't have known that in the natural? But while I was speaking in tongues, mysteries were being revealed. And that's what it says, that he will reveal those things to us. Say amen to that. So our ability to manifest the Holy Spirit will help us know what to do and how to do it. And that's why I tell people, see, this is why the devil will fight you speaking in tongues. He will fight you. And then when you learn how to do it, he will fight you to not do it. 
Because he don't want you to know what level of power it gives you in your life. Now go to Romans chapter 12. Go to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. We discovered that the bridge between receiving the revealed things that the Spirit of God has for us and our natural man is the renewed mind. I said this last week. In other words, here is your natural man. And here is the Spirit of God. The bridge between these two things is my mind being renewed. Romans chapter 12, look in verse 2. He says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what class? Renewing of your what? Mind. Now, let's write this down for definition. The word mind there means intellect thoughts it means will it means reasoning it means understanding and your faculty of perception i'm gonna say it again when he said we need to be renewed in our minds he was saying you need to be renewed in your thoughts you need to be renewed in your will you need to be renewed in your reasoning you need to be renewed in how you understand and you need to be renewed in how you perceive things See, perception is reality. So he's saying, renew how you perceive stuff. Because if you perceive things God's way, you will get God things. But if you perceive things man's way, you will only receive man's things. So he's saying, you need to be renewed uh, in your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Now watch this now. Go to 1 Corinthians Chapter 14. Go to 1 Corinthians. Just keep going forward. Chapter 14. Let me show you that word mind. When he said be renewed in your mind. Let me show you that word mind again. Because I want you to get this. Because see, this is the block. This is the barrier that keeps people from even speaking in tongues. See, because speaking in tongues has nothing to do with your mind. It all comes from on the inside of your spirit. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Look in verse 14. He says, for if I pray... In an unknown tongue, my spirit is praying. What's praying when I speak in tongues? My spirit is praying. But then he goes on to say, but my what? My understanding is what? Unfruitful. That word understanding is the same Greek word as the word mind. So what he was saying is, when I, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit pray, but my mind is unfruitful. See, because I can be speaking in tongues to, you know, out loud and be thinking about something else. Because I'm not speaking in tongues with my mind. I'm speaking in tongues with my spirit. Now, here's the thing that I need you to see. Your mind is a spiritual container. It's a reservoir. And guess what? It must be consistently renewed in order to receive the things that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to you. I'm going to say that again. Go over to Ephesians, go to Ephesians, go to Ephesians, go to Ephesians, go to Ephesians chapter 4. Your mind, our minds are spiritual containers. They are spiritual reservoirs that must be consistently renewed in order to consistently receive from the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you begin to now pray in the Spirit, you need to have a renewed mind because what's going to happen is after you begin to pray in the Spirit, the information is going to come back down in a language you can understand. And if your mind is not renewed, your mind is going to reject the information that comes down. Now, let me show you. Your mind is in the spirit realm. Look in Ephesians chapter 4. Where did I tell you to go? 
Chapter 4, look at verse 23. Watch this. He says, and be renewed in the what? In the spirit of your mind. Your mind is in the spirit realm. You can't see your mind, can you? Now, if you can, maybe because you don't have one. But you can't see your mind because your mind is in spirit form. And so you now have to give your mind spiritual data so that your mind can stay in a spiritual mindset and state. So that when the Holy Spirit, because now remember, the Holy Spirit is located in your heart. Are you with me? And your heart now, after the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart, your heart speaks to your mind. If your mind is not in position, it will miss it. Now, now go to Hebrews chapter 4. No, no, stay there. Go to Ephesians chapter 5 now. Go to Ephesians chapter 5. Let me show you this. Look in verse 26. The only thing that can wash, and this is a point, the only thing that can wash, clean, and renew your mind is the Word. The only thing that can wash, clean, And renew our minds is the word of God. Look at Ephesians chapter 5. Look at verse 26. He says, watch this now. It's talking about Jesus. And he was referring to Jesus. And he was making a comparison about a man and his wife. Look at verse 25. Husbands, love your wives. Even as Christ has also loved the church and gave himself for who? For the church. That he, Christ, might sanctify Sanctify who? The church and cleanse it. Cleanse what? Who? The church. Who is the church? We are the church. He said that we may cleanse the church. How? With the washing of water by the word. So the reason why you still remember stuff when you got saved, you still remember stuff you used to do because your mind did not get saved. Your mind must be renewed. That's why you still have desires and you still have memories. That's why all that stuff you used to do, all that junk is still in there. Because now you have to now put some new spiritual information in your spiritual mind. So your mind can get in position to hear the spiritual things that the Holy Spirit is going to tell you. Did y'all get that? Now, go to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4. Now, watch this now. I'm about to get a little deep, just a little bit. Because the process of how God speaks to us includes our mind, we must, we need the word to help us separate when God talks to us. See, some of y'all, it ain't God, it's gas. It's not the Holy Spirit, it's flesh talking to you. So I need four guys, I need four guys, four men, if you will come up here real quick. Just four guys, if you'll come up here real quick. Uh... Uh, go on the stage. Just line right up here. Just get up on the stage for me. Why they doing that? Let's look in Hebrews chapter 4. Look in verse 12. Let me show you something here. Now, here's my point. Because the process in how God speaks to us includes our minds, we need the word to help us separate what's spiritual and what's flesh. Now, Hebrews chapter 4, look in verse 12. It says, for the word of God is what? Quick, or the word quick can be translated alive, and the word is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Watch what the word does. The word can pierce even to the dividing between your soul and your what? 
spirit. See, you have to put the word in your minds for it to be renewed because the word is the only thing that can divide your thoughts between what's God is with the spirit and what's not, which is your soul. Some people say, I don't know if it's God talking to me or not. You know why? Because your mind is not renewed like it needs to be. Because eventually, when you learn the word, the word will help you separate. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it's going to know because the word can discern between what's spirit and what's soul. Now, I'm trying to get you to see that in order to lambano the Holy Spirit, you got to not let your mind calculate it. This is really where I'm going. Because watch this now, when you got saved now, I need three, uh, Greg, if you will go over there by the flat, by the speaker, you just stay over there. Okay, now guess what? Uh, uh, let's see, Bruce, I need you to get down on your knees, Bruce, if you would. Just get down on your knees and d- act like you're praying in Muslim style. Yeah, there you go. Stay just like that. I just want you to stay like that. You kind of look like a Muslim this morning too, by the way. Okay, all right, I'm just messing with it. I'm just messing with it. Okay, now. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I think verse 23, somewhere up, yeah, 5.23, it says that we are spirit, soul, and body. So before you got saved, you had a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body. But here's the problem. The spirit part of you is dead. You know why? Because it has sin in it. And the only way to get the sin out of your spirit is to get born again. So guess what happens now? Greg, who represents the Holy Spirit, is going to come and touch Bruce. When he touches Bruce, Bruce is going to now stand up. Okay, good. Now, if you would, Greg, stand in front of Bruce. All right. Now, when he got born again, now the process is good. Because now... Spiritually, Bruce has gone, God's on FM, Bruce has gone from AM to FM. So now when God wants to talk to Bruce, he can talk to Bruce because he's now inside of Bruce's heart or Bruce's spirit. Are y'all with me? Now, what happens now? Here's the process. Watch this now. This is body, soul, spirit. Now, this man, come step forward if you would. He represents now the soul Includes your mind. Now, if this part of me is not renewed. In other words, if it's not reading God's word and changing its understanding about things. If it's not taking the word and, 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 and meditating on it and listening and, 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 and reading it and, and asking God questions and, and start thinking like that. So now, see, right now, right now, without no mind renewal, this is how he thinks. He thinks like, I'm down here. This is how he thinks. Well, the Bible says to love my wife as Christ loved the church. But I I can't love her. I can't because she hurt me. Well, here's the problem with that. We can do things through. So his mind is saying, I can't. His mind says, okay, he want to stay at home instead of coming to church. His mind says, oh, no. The old mind says, I don't want to go to church. But the new mind ought to say, forsake not yourselves to be assembled together. I need to go and hear from God. So guess what? If this part of me is not renewed, what's going to happen is Greg is going to turn around and talk to Bruce. Act like you're saying something to Bruce. That's the spirit talking down to his spirit. Now, his spirit, watch this now. 
All right, stop. His spirit is going to come and talk to his soul. Bruce, Bruce is going to say, Bruce is going to talk to his soul. And his soul is going to go say, now I want you to say out loud, I ain't doing that. No, you got to say it louder than that. Say it louder than that. I am not doing that. You know why? Because that's his flesh talking. Until he gets his mind renewed, that's exactly what his reaction is going to be all of his Christian life. Now watch this now. When the Holy Spirit tries to go back in position, when the Holy Spirit, who's Greg, tries to now talk to him about some things he's got revealed for him, if his mind's not renewed, like, Evan, I want you to be a pastor. If my mind was not renewed to know that God has his best in mind for me, I would have rejected it. I'm not doing that. See, God's saying, stay in that marriage. I ain't doing it. Say it again. Now, now, this is, he don't really mean that. Okay, Shauna, he don't mean that. All right, all right. He really want to stay married, but this is for illustration purposes. Because there are some of y'all out there that don't want to. Holy Spirit is leading you to, to stop drinking. Talk to him, Holy Spirit. Stop, say it. Stop drinking. I'm not doing that. Holy Spirit, stop cussing. I'm not doing that. Now, here's, the, here's, the, here's how you fix that. Stay right there, guys. Stay right there. This is how you fix that. When you go to, go to, go to John 6 real quick. Stay up there. Y'all stay up there, and then I'm going to stop right here. Go to John chapter 6. Look in verse 63. John 6, 63. There's my clock. It says... John 6, 63, it is the spirit that quickens or makes alive. The flesh profits what? Nothing. Watch this now. The words that I speak unto you, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. So this is what is supposed to happen. When you hear what I'm teaching you, life ought to start coming. Okay, and when life starts coming, guess what? The Bible says uh, that uh, words of spirit. So they're going to get down and they're going to now go from here to here. And then that mind starts getting renewed with that word, which is spirit. And so now this person right here makes this person do what he does. See, your body only follows your mind. So if you caught up in stuff, if your flesh, your body is caught up in stuff it shouldn't be doing, it's because this man right here ain't got his mind together. Now, when you begin to pray in the tongues, pray in the spirit, what's happening is, it's bypassing this man and it's going straight to this man. And you say, why is that important? Go very quickly now, go over to uh, 1 Corinthians and then we'll stop. Go to 1 Corinthians, go to uh, chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We'll stop right here. Are y'all getting anything this morning? Okay, 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 here we go. Here we go. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter... uh, Let's go to chapter 14. 
let's look now in verse uh, 4. He that speaks in an unknown tongue does what? Edify who? See, that reads out. People say, well, you should only speak in tongues, you know, and you need an interpreter. No, not if you're speaking to yourself. Now, that word edify means to strengthen. So, speaking in tongues is like doing spiritual sit-ups. So, watch this. I want you to now, Bruce, because you're the spirit part of me, I want you to do some push-ups. Just do three of them, because that's all I can do. One, two. Ooh, you look like you can do more than that. Okay, cool. Now, now what's going to happen is... When a temptation comes, you can get up. He's single. A temptation comes and he wants to date a woman that's unmarried. But she ain't saved. His spirit man is strong because he's been... Because he said he that speaks in the tongue does what? So now, spiritually, even though my mind ain't where it needs to be, my spirit is strong enough to tell my mind, I ain't doing that. And as long as I'm doing that, it keeps me strong enough until my mind is renewed at the level it needs to be. So this is why it says the spirit helps your infirmities. See, it'll help your infirmities until you get your mind renewed. And that's why the devil don't want you to do it. He don't want you to do it because he knows if you start doing what I'm talking about right here, your life is going to go to levels that you didn't know about. You're going to know stuff you didn't know before you knew it. Thank you, God. Give them a hand if you would. And I'm out of time. I'm going to pick back up where I left last week or this week. Is that okay? Did y'all learn something this morning? Amen. All right. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you may be here this morning.